Cool. Do it again. <laughs> no, we can't. You can't recreate what it was. Oh, so you don't have the vocals. Is that what you're saying? I do have... I, <laughs> I've got the voice, Curtis. Oh, I've got the voice. <laughs> you can't put me in the back. You just can't. What's she saying? Because this time... Yes, sing it. Yes. If he was gonna Yeah, she came out. She, she did that. <laughs> Funny. No, 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 no. No, we have a show to do. Let's go ahead and get it going. Boom. Cold Pop, season three. Okay, we're going to do all of that. Play, so roll savage. the intro. Here we go. Roll the intro. Everybody, <laughs> hey, what's going on, guys? What's up? Trent's a mess right now, so forgive us. Hey, guys, what's up? Shout out to Najee Lane, my good friend. She knows what that means. Um, oh, God, what's going on, listeners? How's everyone been? How's everyone doing? Is everyone staying sane right now? Because I am struggling, I'm struggling, I'm on a struggle bus. I think it's all a little crazy right now. I'm now finding myself in this place of having to so okay to give everyone a little bit more insight Please into do. what's going on in Please my world do. um i recently just had a um a roommate move out of my apartment i had a roommate stay with me for a little bit um but now just recently moved out and so now i'm kind of like back to the the, the sweet life of Trent. <laughs> um and so i find myself having to do more with my day. Like, I have to kind of keep myself entertained now. Because you don't have company I don't to have help. company to, like, yep. help that. So, like, mm -hmm. it's so weird. So, what you're saying is you miss him. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't, I mean, of course, I, you know, we're still, we're still friends and all of that stuff. I don't, I don't. But he doesn't listen all. to the podcast. So. Yeah, he doesn't. Who cares? Uh, but he, uh, <laughs> no, it's not that I miss him, but it's just like, oh, I have to go back to kind of now filling my day. Because I had a roommate when we started this quarantine COVID thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, now and you so don't. now that it's like, oh, now I have to kind of come up with half of the programming. Y'all, it's very yeah. sad because when I come over here to record, he looks just so disheveled, that distraught. Is, wait, he disheveled like, and distraught? And, I mean, look Those, at you. Ooh, look at you. Those are the two words. Disheveled, distraught, <laughs> disowned, <laughs> all of the above. I beg you. I'm it. the highlight of his day when These, we record. I'm wearing a nice Adidas shirt. They have bleach stains on the um, back. They do not have bleach stains. Okay, paint stains. They're pa It's paint. I was painting. And you have these. this tattered and torn t-shirt on. There's no tears. There's no tats. Torn in between the so, two. <laughs> okay. So, you know what? Anyway, I'm um, going to just say, yeah, that I've been having to figure out how to increase my programming. And I think I've done that. Good, good for you. Good for you. Good for you. So, I've recently decided to be on TikTok. You've so you've joined TikTok. I've joined TikTok. I have an a what what is it an account or an app? 
an account. No, you have a, a you, you have, have a profile. An app and an account. You have a profile on TikTok. So old. You do sound so fucking old. Yeah. <laughs> that progressive commercial. Maybe you should put that TikTok down, honey. <laughs> yeah. So I've been on the TikTok. No, <laughs> no, we don't. Uh, we don't yep. speak on. We don't. We don't need a phone on so speaker. She just added a thud. So she just put her phone on speaker. We don't. We don't do <laughs> Is that. that. A good idea? But no, I've recently. That's what has been my saving grace. That's what I've been keeping myself entertained with. Have There's you been so creating much... any TikToks? Absolutely not. Okay. I'm just not at that level. Some of the <laughs> stuff that is on TikTok, guys, is legendary. It's really great content. Shout out to Julian you, Bass. I am telling you out there, if you are not on TikTok, step into it. It is the new way of life. It is the it is the MySpace of our parents. Um, and so. You know, we did not necessarily know what they didn't know what MySpace was, but we were all on it. Guys, joined it. It's really good. You know what? I have protested TikTok because it's I was honestly one of, I was someone like that. But on, I was like you. But honestly, it's just an updated version of Vine. And I was you. Yes, Vine an was my, I was on Vine, and I was cre- I, I even Vine. created Vines. But this is better. But I mean, good for them. I oh, will continue to laugh and view them, but I will not be getting the TikTok. No, no, no. You, I'm telling you, Mm-mm. you you have to do it. It's Mm-mm. it's so good. The no, content thanks. is so strong. I'm sure. Excuse me. I'm sure. But I, so I'll, I'll view from a distance. You'll just you'll never fully get it. I'll wave through a window, waving through a window. Hey, Evan Hansen, but you'll 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 just never get it. So, anyways, so what's been going on with you this weekend? I mean, or this so, past week? You know, TikTok has been my thing, and that's what I've been kind of getting into lately. Um, I, <laughs> weirdly enough, I have another impromptu trip back home. Oh, so I'm. Kind or you of, were you're coming back from your trip home. Oh, yes. So at this time, yes, as you are listening to this, I will have been in Kentucky. And we So just to give you guys a right, really quick idea. Give them the behind the scenes. We record our episodes Every three Friday. months in advance. Okay. So we, so what, so if you are listening okay. to this episode in July, we probably recorded this back, back in, in March. Oh. So this is actually my birthday. That you are he is lying. March 8th. So, well, let's, so uh, I'm gonna pull a Wendy Williams. So we record every Friday <laughs> and release on a Monday. So there's a lapse in the weekend. So we, you know, we 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 have a little foresight into you guys, what we're gonna do this weekend. Okay, it's March. <laughs> Just talk about it. There's snow on the ground. We've been Shut in total, up. We've been in Corona. Okay, I'm so done we've with you. We've been in quarantine for like a week. So, anyways, um, my activities. No, no, no. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna be coming back from my trip, um, impromptu trip to Kentucky. Yes. We'll 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 dive into that more on the next episode. Yeah, I think that that's good. That's probably best because because it's a big deal. <laughs> yes, it's a big deal. Okay, so we'll so let's just come we'll back dive that. into that more. We'll, we'll put a pin in we're that. We're gonna table that. Table it for next meeting. Um, as far as me, you know, I mean, it's hot as hell outside. Yeah. So I mean, I'll be doing what I do best: social distancing and probably getting outside. Running with a shirt off. Y'all seen him on Instagram? Running with my shirt off. So, I'd be so sweaty. It's so, so hot. Anyways, um. Okay, let's go ahead and just hop right in. This episode is going to be a little interesting because we have a lot uh, to cover in Fizzer Flat and Wu Child. So, okay, yes. Okay. And I'm going to let the chopper sing in the spill segment. Oh, gosh. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, no, I'm excited about this episode. I think there's a lot to talk about. 
let's go ahead and get into it with our very first segment that we used to start us off entitled Woo Child. You see how I helped you with that? Last week you left me hanging. I definitely did. And for that, I apologize. But I think if I am correct, Save I did give size. you the opportunity for us to go back and record it. So you wouldn't be left hanging. We were on a tight and schedule. And then you were like, no, I don't want to record it. We so were on a tight schedule. We were going from this hotel to that hotel to this bar to that club. bar to that airport to the next club. Airport. airport. We had a next tour club. to go next to. Club. Next club. Boom. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go no, first? No, you go first. Let's go ahead and start us off. Okay. So y'all, y'all know me. I tried to get Trent to do like a full Wu Chow episode, but he you refused. always Yeah, you you know what? We're gonna do a special he episode refused. with you. I already have I have so much for Wu Chow. Um but I'm gonna start with one of the things that <laughs> it continually makes me angry, and that topic is Donald Trump. <laughs> Um, okay. So Donald, as you know, as you guys, if unless you've been living under a rock or if you haven't been watching the news, which I understand if you haven't because it's extremely overwhelming. Um, right now, there is a big push by Donald Trump and his administration to make sure that schools are reopened in the fall. Um, coronavirus yeah. cases have reached an all time high in this country. So that should be the last thing that should be that we're minds. worried about. Yeah. However, Trump is threatening to cut funding from schools that won't reopen in the fall. Donald Trump said on Wednesday, which of of last week, um, that he might cut funding from schools that don't reopen, claiming Democrats have political motives for delaying school openings. He criticized CDC guidelines referencing other countries that reopen schools. Reports show such countries also had to follow strict measures in order to reopen schools and still face substantial difficulties. I got this from the Twitter headline. Um, Trent, you work in the schools or work with yeah. schools a lot. What are your thoughts about this? Because this I mean, is trash, mama. This no, is trash. No, I mean, it's definitely trash. And I think that there will be, you will start to see some of, um, you will start to see some educators and people start to kind of come forth of talking about, you know, how is this okay? If we are having... There was there was a tweet about this that came up um, earlier that was on I read that said if you need to have a Zoom meeting to talk about the opening of schools then you shouldn't then be we opening shouldn't schools. be having a meeting exactly. about opening schools exactly if that is the case um, and so it's it's definitely something I think that we will start to see uh, the people on the front lines and grassroots efforts start to come forth. What, my question. Where is Betsy DeVos in all of this? Where okay, like sidelined from side, her inexperience. Like, and, where are you at? In eligible like, career. Okay, let's talk about how. Okay, you know, Secretary of Education. Let's talk about this and let's figure out what the best. You know, what what's going to be the best motive? Online learning and e-learning is something that is, you know, that's really big in in certain like in colleges and universities and things like that. And I think this is the time that we really talk about bringing those to the schools. Um, in this particular sense, even to, to, to capitalize on that, he's also, uh, said that they're now deporting all foreign exchange students who don't have in-person classes. So that's also been a huge, yeah, it's definitely been a thing. And there are, um, there are a number of schools that will be taking, uh, he, you, the administration to court um, as they should. As like this is, yeah, this, this is so stupid to me. Like everything he does is so reactionary and like just, it doesn't help. It, it's, yeah. it doesn't help. 
It doesn't Agreed. help. Like, there's no solution to any of these problems. It's just like he continually creates more problems. It's so this is one of the things that I've started to kind of think about as far as reelection and who is at his who's at his side. Do you feel as though now the people that have been kind of the people that are at his side or or his cabinet of advisors and people, do you feel like they've definitely taken a step back from the public eye as now all of those who people who were initially named have either distanced themselves from the administration or have been fired from the administration. Do you feel like that that is a coincidence? Well, I think you have to ask yourself, did they do it voluntarily or was it done involuntarily? Mm. Because it's one thing that like, if you're going to step back from the spotlight because you know he's wrong, why be in the cabinet to begin with? Right. If you uh, if you have stepped back, maybe it's because that they know that you disagree. Like take Dr. Fauci for example, they've banned him from doing TV interviews. Right. Clearly, he disagrees with Donald Trump, and so therefore, yeah. the, it, like I said, it's all very retaliatory, which is one of the characteristics of a narcissist. And so everything he does is very retaliatory towards people who disagree with him. And I mean. It, 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 I, I hate to say it is what it is, but it is what it is. I mean, yeah. all I can say is get out and vote in November I mean, or do a mail-in ballot. Don't get out and vote. Sign up and get a mail-in ballot and send it in. Stay safe because this coronavirus possible. is not going away Yeah, because America doesn't know how to act. But yet we still, we, we, comp- we try to compare ourselves to um, Europe and all of these other countries who were able to open up schools, but they followed strict guidelines. You know, everyone's wearing a mask. Everyone did their part to lower the, the um, flatten the curve. Mm-hmm. I saw on, online somewhere it said, America's not flattening the curve, they're fattening the curve. <laughs> like, what is wrong with us? What is wrong with us? If y'all can't tell, it's, I am extremely aggravated. But it is it, it has to be more than We have no the direction. The, that's what I was going to no say. There's no leadership. It's not, there's, the leadership is not there. The direction is not there. You have you, you have the state of Florida who is uh, refusing to release the number of cases they have because clearly they would be embarrassed. Yeah. You have Texas walking back their reopening. You have Look at Arizona. Look at the mayor of Atlanta. <sighs> When Keisha Bottoms, who was, you know, at the forefront of all of this, actually tested positive. I keep wanting to call her Keisha Knight Pulley. <laughs> no, 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 no. But it's Keisha Lance Bottoms. Keisha Lance Bottoms. But, like, that, I mean, that enough. And now, since that, you know, nothing to, not to say anything bad about her, but, like, now we want to mandate the wearing of masks. You should have been done that. That should have been you done. You should have been done that. You know, and so it's tough. It's like, okay, well, like, when the leadership is not there, we saw, I mean, we even seen that with whatever her name, the, the mayor of Las Vegas, Carolyn, uh, girl. I can't remember her last name, Ugh. but just like when it's not there, it's just like kids in a day, like when you leave kids to their own devices, they're bound to get into some shit, right? Yeah. And it's like. America has been left to their own devices, and this is all our fault because there's the parent. Where's the parent? Yeah. Where's the parent to say, no, you need to wear a mask because you're endangering not only yourself, but you're endangering others. 
Like, no one is there to say that. And so every yeah. state is literally left to kind of do whatever the hell they think is right instead of having some solid, overreaching, consistent thing that everyone follows to help lower this. I'm we I'm, not, I'm so aggravated. We can move on to the next topic. Okay, okay. But this All is right. so stupid to me. Like, we are... Ugh, okay. A lot of All things. All right, let me go to something else. Let's okay. please. All right, I'm gonna go to something a little bit lighter, a little bit more fun. Um, Tiffany Haddish, Tiffany Miss She Ready Haddish. What she do? Has recently done the big chop. Okay. On her hair. Let me see. Go. Okay. What, so Google, yeah, what am I googling? Okay, I mean you can Google it. I'm right now on MSN.com, um, and I'm checking out. The uh, the new the new Tiffany. So Tiffany Haddish apparently has been wearing faux locks since this. Um, oh no! <laughs> no! <laughs> That's no! So, Is she bald-headed? So she's been doing faux locks as a protective style since we kind of all went into quarantine. Um, okay, I see this one. But a couple of days ago, she went. Um, on Instagram and on her live and then she kind of like cut some of those locks out. She cut the faux locks out. Now everyone's kind of like, what was the reasoning? Um, <laughs> I'm watching the video Tiffany right now. said that she wanted to see her scalp. She wanted to see what her scalp looked like. She was like, I, um, and this is a quote she says, I know my whole body. I know where every mole is, but I don't know my scalp. Um, <laughs> so say hello to scalp hashtag she ready for everything I'm like my mouth <laughs> is wide open because I am in the process of my own hair journey of like growing my hair out and I've been doing a lot of research and study on my like how to take care of your hair I am like Ugh, as she shots off each dress I'm like oh. <laughs> yeah Ooh, and she was like she is... wanted people to know she was like nothing is wrong she's like Nothing is wrong with my brain. I'm not suffering from any, from no emotional shit. Nothing. Um, she just wanted to. I mean, Tiffany is beautiful regardless. And yeah. I mean, hair is hair. Like, it'll grow back. Exactly. But, I mean, okay. I, I want to see what she looks like, like, when she actually has it stuff. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Now she's got, like, three dreadlocks left in the front and she's being yeah. silly. So she went, and then she, I think she went to a barber and, like, had it actually, like, shaped up and, shaped all, of up that. and all of that. Okay, stuff. now she's and swinging so, the three dreadlocks. In so the afterwards, front. you know, people on Twitter kind of took to Twitter and was, like, uh, doing, like, a photo, a side by side photo of her and Joe Morton, the dad from Scandal, Olivia uh-huh. Pope's dad from Scandal. Because they have now both fades and like a mole in the similar in similar places of their face. Um, She'll be fine. No, I, I mean she looks good. Like come on, I mean Tiffany, she's cute regardless. Tiffany can She'll buy any regardless. hair that she wants. Yeah. Like, um, but she was just like, I want to see what my scalp looks like. So okay, she's like, look, we ain't getting out anytime soon. Right. <laughs> so let's child. do it. Definitely a woo child. What do you have next? Um, my next is. There's a hashtag going around uh, called R.I.P. Ellen. Um, no, she's not dead. No, no, no there's no, no. nothing wrong with her. But she has been in a little bit of controversy lately because um, there have been a lot of rumors and like people going around saying that she is not the nicest person at, on the set of her talk show. And then apparently okay. there's also rumors going around that her talk show ratings have like slid and she was in jeopardy of being canceled. 
And so if you actually go to the RIP Ellen hashtag, it's so funny because it's literally everyone but Ellen. Yeah. <laughs> and so like there's a picture of people like people who like kind of fit the that look like Ellen. Yeah. yeah. So there's like a picture of Katy Perry when she had short blonde hair. There's a picture of Nile Horan from One Direction. Um, there's a picture of uh, Ariana uh, Frankie Grande on one. Katy Perry. It's really really funny. Kathy like Bates. yes, reading the tweets. Um, but no, Ellen is everything is fine with Ellen. But I just thought that that was a really funny hashtag, and I was like, okay, clearly people are bored. So woo child to that. Yeah, I don't. No, I, I'm. I don't know what. <laughs> so I'm not surprised that she is a. Um, may not may not be the nicest person. Well, it's alleged. Yeah. We don't know, but like, this is what we've heard. You can't have that kind of show and kind of do it. Like, I guess also what I'm expecting is people are people expecting her to be a certain way because she's a woman. Like, you know, Issa Rae recently did an interview and was like, "Do not be afraid to be a bitch." Like, you know, even Beyonce has said that. Like, I think women sometimes get perceived very differently in the in the public eye or, you know, in that particular industry. They do. As having to be a certain type of way. They do. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't watch the Ellen DeGeneres show, so I couldn't. And I, like I said, I've, I've, I follow a lot of people on Twitter that um, share other people's stuff. And I've seen a lot of, like, different accounts about how, you know, their experiences with Ellen. So, I mean, I don't know what's true and what's not true, but the hashtag was funny. What else do you have? Uh, let's see here. I have, oh, um, the biggest Wu child. I don't want to give this too much attention, but Kanye West. Uh-uh. See, and I was going to talk about this, but. <laughs> I would say, do we even want to talk right. about it or do we not? Because, again, I, I'm fine with moving on. We ain't even got to talk about it. I mean, you can talk about it. Go ahead. We ain't got to talk about it. Kanye. A mess. Go sit down. Go away. Just go away. A hot mess. There's one tweet that summed it up perfectly. Somebody said, Kanye West is the definition of selfishness because in one of the most important elections in our history, he's chosen to run for president. Yeah. Like, girl, fuck you. <laughs> Basically. Like, what are you doing? No. Go away. Go away. Go away. And then apparently he had like a magazine interview in Forbes or something or whatever. Yes. Outlandish. Mm -hmm. I didn't even bother reading it, but somebody posted like some excerpts and he's more, I guess, asking him what his platform is. He's worried about the chemicals and deodorant. I, I, I just can't. He said that he had the coronavirus back in February and it was awful. He said that he's done with Trump and he only wore the Make America Great Again hat because of something. I don't know. I saw I, I don't know if this other tweet was real, but there's another tweet that had George Bush saying Kanye West doesn't care about black people. Hello. <laughs> and I said, if anything is more accurate, that. Come on. That. Say that. Um, so woo child to that. Yeah. Now, I Marcus, I see you have on here um Lady A suing Lady A. Now, Let's I know talk about this it. can't be what I think it is. Let's talk about because it. Because I've recently heard something about Lady Antebellum wanting to change their name. So, let me break it down for you, okay. honey. So, Lady Antebellum, a country group, 
um, recently, maybe about a month or so ago, uh, came to terms with their name and I guess the connotations that antebellum had with slavery. And so they were like, okay, we're going to change our name from Lady Antebellum to just Lady A. In walks Anita White, um, a blues Mm -hmm. musician from Seattle, Washington, who was like, "Uh, excuse me. Who's been performing under that name for for 20 years. Decades have been performing under the name Lady A. 20 years. And so apparently the lawyer for Lady Antebellum, that's who I'm going to call them, had a meeting with Lady. Both of the teams met and they tried to negotiate. First off, what the fuck is there to negotiate? Right. Like, this is my no, name. this is my name. You want, you, okay, wait. You want to use this? No, this is my name. No. And so apparently negotiations failed. And so Lady Antebellum is suing Lady A for rights to her name on like T-shirts and marketing and stuff like that. Yeah. How crazy is and the whole reason lady antebellum changed their name was to support the black lives matter movement and now you're suing a black musician over a name that she owned um and she wrote an email uh she wrote an email interview to newsday saying um and she was basically like their camp is trying to erase me and i'll have more to say trust is important and i no longer trust them so i don't either it gives me an idea that there may have been some kind of like you know, conversation, but I don't, I mean, I mean, this think is of it crazy. Think of it like this. If I came to you and I said, you know what? I really like the name Trent and I'm going to start going by that. Even though you've got it copyright, copywritten, I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm going to use your name. Okay. So I, I just want you to know out of courtesy, I'm going to let you know, I'm going to use your name that you've been profiting on and making money off of for 30 Absolutely years. Absolutely not. Cause I haven't um, making money off of this. And I'm going to sue you over it because I just feel like doing it. How yeah. ridiculous does that sound? Yeah. No, it's definitely crazy. And the fact that they are, I hope this gets thrown out because... I hope the court laughs in their face. So one of the things that they noted was that the um, advisors to Lady Antebellum um, basically said something to the effect of is like, Anita White is requesting an exorbitant monetary demand. Um, it's, her it's her name. It's like, her name. It's her name. At the end of the day, like, come on. Like, unreasonably high. Like, let's talk about it. Like, you guys are going to have the opportunity to make money, potentially, off, off of, of this her name, name for years and years on end. Are you are you kidding me? Why not go by Lady Bellum or Lady Ant or, La- you know, some variation of that? I don't know, but, like, it's her name. No. She can ask for whatever amount of money she wants. Y'all and if you don't want to give it off. to her, go find another fucking name. Y'all better go on off as... Two white guys and a girl. Three white people. Three white people. Trying to hijack this black musician's yeah. name. Like, how ridiculous like, does that sound? Lady A, find some new business. Because this is not this is not going to No, be don't do that. Lady Antebellum, find some new business. Because yeah. Lady A's name is taken. Yeah. Lady Antebellum, find some new business. Because this is, this is not going to end well for you. Because I'm telling you right now. Back away. Back 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 away y'all i'm on one and we're only getting started so let's take a break and when we come back we really gonna get into it all right let's take a break we'll be right back all right
Alrighty. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Do you remember when Mace came out? That's with the that? song I'm singing. Yeah, yeah, that was really good. Welcome Mace, back. Mace, that was so good. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I don't know the rest of it, but that's all I'm talking Okay, welcome to <laughs> the spill segment. Now, I am going to use this spill segment to actually spill. What? You're going to spill some what? Tea. Some tea? (laughs) Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, shit. Okay. So, I am very angry. (laughs) Wait. (laughs) Wait. We're going to start like that? Yes. Um, how do I want to start this? So, okay. So, let's just, let's, the topic of discussion is black people in decision-making roles. Okay, let's, yeah. Okay, that's... And I'm going to use my personal life experience of something that just happened to me to to get this point across that black people in decision-making roles are beyond needed. And necessary. Uh, And very, uh, yes, very necessary. Yeah. So... Here's what happened to me. I, Trent and I kind of talked about this already a little bit, but I want you to kind of expound upon it a little bit more. Um, okay. okay, so I apl- I'm not gonna I'm I'm gonna be a little general because I mean I'm yeah keep it real. I'm like, not gonna be come on now. That we're not nasty. Do- we're not trying yeah. to get anybody fucking canceled. Well, so <laughs> I applied for a job here recently, um, and the job asked for a, a basically it asked for all of these steps just in the first round okay. and there are five mm-hmm. rounds total but the job is only a three-month contract position okay. with no guarantee of extension or three full-time months. all right no benefits 90 days no That's nothing it. just three months okay and so the beginning they want you to take a, a test or whatever Many, many companies do this, okay, and so, so it's not out of the norm. And I was like, okay. And test. so I did the test, and it took me a good two hours because I really wanted to do a good job. I wanted to make sure that I included content that was both, you know, representing the things that I like and the things mm-hmm. that I watched that were um, viral and trending, and then things that, you know, immense amounts of people, you know, more generic. More yeah. generic things. When I say generic, I mean white. More white people Ooh, would watch. Okay. I mean, let's just call a spade a spade. Okay. And so I submitted it. I was like, you know, I ran it by a couple of people first just to make sure there was nothing I needed to change. And everybody's like, no, this is good. Like, this is this is a, a very good breadth of, you know, content. Like, yeah, you, you did your thing. And I was like, cool, let's send it in. So I got an email back. Um, it was a rejection. <laughs> okay. And basically, it said, um, I, I will summarize it, but it was like, thanks for taking the time, but unfortunately, it's not quite what we're looking for, so we're going to pass. Um, best of luck in your job hunt. Not what we're looking for. S- right. So, <laughs> this is what made me mad. I'm not mad about the rejection. I've gotten plenty. I, I'm no stranger to rejection. You know, that's just the nature of the that business. That comes with it sometimes. It's the nature of the business. What I am mad about is the, that's not what we're looking for comment. And the, so we're going to pass comment. And the reason why I say that is because in my test, I made sure, I made it a point to put in black content. 
because it was nowhere on their site. It was nowhere in the content that they've already established on their their web page or whatever. Okay. And, you know, I did my due diligence, but while I was doing the test to go and look at what it is that they've done in the past and what they've done recently and what that content is. And that content is all kind of more geared or focused towards a white audience. Yeah. And so, you know, I wanted to not only put those things in there that, you know, would... Um, allow themselves to be consumed by a white audience, but okay. also uh, content that, you know, would consider themselves to be consumed by a black audience. Yeah. You know? Um, and so, so that didn't sit well with me because basically that's not what we're looking for. Coded. Yeah. That's not what we're looking for. stood for get that black shit out of here. Yeah. Get, yeah. We get that black shit out of here. Yeah. And so that didn't sit well with me. And so normally when I get rejections, I let it go, put it, I've, I've got a whole folder. I've got a whole folder in my email of rejections. Um, y'all would be amazed how many there are. Okay. Um, but this particular situation, and I think the environment that we are in, I kind of felt the need to respond. And so I did. Um, that's, that's not like me. I don't usually do that. Like I said, I don't take it personal. It's business is business. I get it. But again, this just for some reason didn't sit well with me. And so, yeah, so I responded. Um, and basically I said, I was very, prof- hold on. I'm just going to read you my response. Go ahead. Give, us, give us the full. I'm going to give you moment. my full response because I control my own narrative. Um, so I basically said, uh, that's unfortunate. Uh, thanks so much for getting back to me. Um, that's unfortunate to hear. If I may ask, what are you looking for? I honestly didn't see a lot of diverse content upon my own research of the said company. So I was hoping that I could help make a difference with that. Wish you all the best in your search. Best regards, MDS, Marcus oh Rustel. Oh my gosh. So give me your, your thoughts on that because... I'm really mad about it. I, I and again, no, uh, just to be I clear, mean, I'm not mad about the rejection. I'm mad about the comment. I I can honestly tell you, Marcus, that that you know that anger that those emotions surrounded to that is completely validated by what we have seen in the industry and what we know the industry to be. Um, you know, it can be very one-sided and it could be very what, you know, mainstream is the only stream, you know? And so... Black is mainstream. In a, Yes, in a certain aspect. If you yes, turn on black any... Is, no, 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 no. And I'm going to challenge you on that and we can go back. If you turn on any television, if you watch any ad or any commercial, there is some type of black influence that it is inspired by. Black influence, yes, but not necessarily black people. Correct. Right. Correct. And so I think that you have to kind of keep some of those things in mind. For, I mean, clearly... That message is loaded with subtext. It's very coded. I mean, it's loaded with just, you know, double meanings and... Unfortunately, know, it's not what shade. we're looking for. Yeah. So um, what are you looking and for? And we're going to pass, like, all of that. I think what's so difficult is that this this struggle that you're having right now, it is not... This is not an individual struggle. This is a struggle amongst... Many 
black creatives. Um, and so it's just, it's tough because this is something that is happening everywhere. I mean, one of the things I was talking to you about was the Change the Lens movement, right? So, in, I mean, right now, what's currently going on right now, over a hundred black creatives have come together to kind of launch this change the lens move change the lens movement to boost diversity in film and advertising. And so Deadline is actually reporting this story right now, but three black uh, filmmakers slash creators, um, I mean you have Savannah Leaf, you have uh, Rohan Blair Mangat, and um, Ali Maxwell, who are all kind of coming from different areas of production um, are starting this whole change the lens movement, which is to get more black heads of departments, supporting black filmmakers, empowering their stories, provide varying perspectives, all of those things. So what makes me frustrated, especially when applying for jobs and I, I consider myself to be a talented person. Like I, you know, I, I do too. I went through a period to where, you know, I mean, confidence is everything. I you do know? too. And w- when you're constantly being told no, it weighs on your confidence. It weighs on your ability. It's sort of the imposter syndrome. Like it weighs oh, on yeah. your 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 skills and oh, your yeah. thoughts on your abilities. But what doesn't sit right for me is why is it my job to change the content I consume? To fit a certain gaze instead of the company trying to reach out and get more perspectives to widen their gaze. Because there's not enough people who look like you in those decision making positions. Exactly. Yeah. That is beyond frustrating to me. Like it has hurt me so much in the job search because, again, you're always answering to somebody who doesn't look like you, who has no frame of reference for the mm-hmm. things that you consume or the things that are hot or popular right now and are in their own bubble. This is the whole thing of people, and, and let's call a spade a spade, white yeah. people talking about, I didn't know racism existed. Huh? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. What? What do you mean? Like, it's been going on for centuries. Like, this doesn't make sense to me. And so what's extremely aggravating and frustrating to me is the fact that I keep having to, you know, change who I am to fit the gaze of a company or fit the scope of a company who, let's call it like it is, doesn't give a fuck about me. Yeah. So what do you do? What do you do? No, I mean, that's, I mean, I feel like that's exactly what people have started to think and because of that, are starting to kind of really come together and call for some of these changes to be made. Um, you know, that movement I was talking about, it's, it's kind of like a, it's a very sectioned off, and you can learn more about it at changethelens.com, changethelens.com. Um, but it's asking for an increase in all levels of, um, you know, of all levels of the industry. And so it's like a 15% increase in black talent on the roster, 15% increase of black directors, um, 15% increase for black department heads and crew on every job. 
Um, so some of these things I feel will start to really help quote unquote change the lens because that's what is going to have to happen in order for things to stop happening like what happened to you. Something's got to change. Like it is what is unbearably frustrating is that when you have a hiring manager or a that's a good managing recruiter yeah. or someone who doesn't look like you can't relate to you doesn't yeah. understand the content that you're um trying to open their eyes to that is yeah. trending worldwide and you preach that you want diversity right you talk about how you are you you want diversity you but do it's all not what you're looking for things to kind of kind of cloud around the idea of diversity but i know that there are plenty of people out there who probably can relate to this but i am beyond frustrated it, it is exhausting it is tiring you are not alone and i do not know what to do i don't know what to do no i don't know what to do like there's a difference of have you know having a black recruiter recruiter or hiring manager or someone be like oh Yes. I think you would be good. I understand that. I, I relate to that. Let's yeah. get him in here. Let's get her in here. You know, as opposed to some white recruiter or hiring manager or what editorial manager or whatever. No, that's not what we're looking for. Well, how do you know? Yeah. How do you know? When all of your content is one perspective, perspective, how do you know? That's it. You're Let right. us know in the comments. If you've had a, an experience like this, we want to know. Send us an email at coldpopshow at gmail.com and let us know of your experiences. Have you experienced something like this? Do you know oh, a friend who's experienced so. something like this? This has got to change. Yeah. And like, it's, I am so tired. You know, at the end of the, and this is the last, I know I could talk about this forever. At the end of the day, I, I just want to do good work. Mm -hmm. I'm capable of doing good work. I'm capable of doing excellent work. And being work. supported in that work. And being supported. Oh, God, you hit the nail on the head. Being supported. Yeah. You know, it's one thing for someone to hire you into a predominantly white company. But it's another thing to have someone who supports your talent, who mm -hmm. cultivates your talent, and makes you yeah. helps you be the best person you can be in that role. Yep. There is a huge difference. And so, I mean, it, it, as generic as it sounds, I can sit here and say, oh, well, I guess that just wasn't meant for me. And, you know, what's meant for me is meant for me. But let's be real. How am I going to get what's meant for me if things like this don't change, if there's always right. these roadblocks in the way? I don't know. That's all I have to say. Okay. All right. Well, with that, let's go ahead and take a quick break. Okay. I'm going to pour you a cocktail and we are going to come back with our signature segment, Fizz or Flat. Stay tuned. And we are back. Hey. Took a little break. Now we're back with fizz or flat yes so this is our signature segment where we get to go over the top moments in pop culture this past week and we rate them a fizz if we're filling them or a flat if we're not marcus you want to go ahead and get started sure 
Um, the first thing up I have for Fizzer Flat, Disney. Disney said, yes. oh, okay, we can show you better than we can tell you. So not only are they um, making new deals with people of color and black creatives like Beyonce, they've also started, and well, not started, they've um, finished a deal with Colin Kaepernick. Yep. And so I just wanted to Saw that. read a couple of statements. So first, the headline says, Disney announced an overall first look deal with Colin Kaepernick. Um, the here, and this is from the Hollywood reporter. It says the former NFL star has become one of the most prominent voices for racial equality. Part of the Disney deal will be a docu-series about Kaepernick's life, which is being directed by Ava DuVernay, BT does. Okay. Um, the former Super Bowl quarterback was the first to kneel in protest of racial inequality and police brutality during the national anthem. Um, the first look deal will extend across all Walt Disney platforms, including Walt Disney Television, ESPN, that's the gag, Hulu, <laughs> Pixar, and The Undefeated, according to the company. On Ju- This happened on June 29th. Uh, Netflix revealed that it was... Oh, and um, Netflix, I think, also made a deal. Or maybe this is the same. Now look, Netflix, you can't buy up everything. Okay, wait, 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 now, wait. Hold on, shit. Wait, holiday. Hold on. So the Disney deal, I think, is something different from the Netflix deal, and so okay. the Netflix deal is what Ava DuVernay is going to be Got you. Okay. directing. And it says on June 29th, Netflix revealed that it would make a scripted limited drama series, Colin in Black and White, from Ava DuVernay that would follow the formative years of Colin Kaepernick. The quarterback These documentaries okay netflix i love documentaries like they're great you, and you know what i love oh, so much I love, come on i love so much about doc, i love seeing successful people and how they we got need started to do one, we need to do an episode on documentaries because we should i, I mean we should because there I are plenty out there docs. and i tell you right now disclosure is one that you need to watch i've, I've seen it not you i'm talking about the listener oh okay <laughs> not that you whispered <laughs> I'm on stage, girl. I'm on stage. You said, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Not me. No, not you. Um, but I give this a total fizz. Yes. Um, I, this goes back to last week when we were talking about the NFL trying yep. to play uh, the Black National Anthem. Y'all can keep it. Uh, save it for yeah. someone else. I think this is great. Colin needs to make some money. He ain't got Certainly. a job. And I think this is a great way to not only get his story out, but also to continue the message of Black Lives Matter and exactly. police brutality yep. and everything else. Black at a black, black, black. All of those things. So it's a fizz for me. Yeah, a fizz for me too. Okay, what do you have? Okay, so for all of my uh, comic fans out there, whether you're DC or Marvel, yes. I'm sure people can get around the fact that a new Batwoman has been named. Javicia Leslie. Come on, Javicia. Yes, Javicia Leslie has been cast as the new lead of Batwoman, which is a popular CW superhero series. Now, for those who don't know, Batwoman season one was actually uh, was a white woman. Ruby Rose. So Ruby Rose um, uh, left the role after... She was also a season. queer actor as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So... Um, Ruby Rose was also in Orange is the New Black. Yes. Yeah. She, she got was, killed in Orange is the New Black, didn't she? I don't think so. I think she did. She, she was only on there for a story arc. I don't know. But she was... Um, 
But Javicia has now congratulations, a black girl. woman Congrats. has been cast as the new Batwoman. Um, and so that's really exciting. She's going to be playing a new character named Ryan Wilder, um, who will come back in season two. I was getting ready to say, I wonder how they're going to like spin this now to incorporate her character into the already established yeah. narrative. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of really great things that we're going to see, I think, in this, um, in this interpretation of Batwoman. Javicia Leslie... Uh, the actress, this is her quote. She says, I'm extremely proud to be the first black actress to play the iconic role of Batwoman on television. And as a bisexual woman, I am honored to join this groundbreaking show, which has been such a trailblazer for the LGBTQ plus yes, community. I'm so excited. I may actually watch now. Yeah, so I'm definitely really I'm excited about this. I will this support. Is definitely a fizz for me. Fizz, fizz, fizz. Great, great, great. All right. So shout out to Javicia. We look forward to seeing season two in January. Go ahead, girl. Okay. What do you have next? Uh, the other thing I have. So do y'all remember when Amy Cooper? Tried to call the police on Christian Cooper for bird watching yes. after he called her out for having a dog on like, not having her dog on a leash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Amy Cooper is being charged with some crimes, and Chris Cooper has decided that he doesn't want to be any part today. of it. He said, he "I don't said think no. that she deserves that. I don't need it. I don't want to be involved, and I won't cooperate with prosecutors. They don't need me." How do we feel about this? Chris is just. Let me tell you something. He Chris said that Cooper he, he is, said that she's already suffered enough and that she's lost her job, she's lost her social standing and her housing. But let me tell you this. Chris Cooper is just abiding by one of the ten of the black people commandments. Which is what? Don't be no damn snitch. No, I. That's what that is. Well, he videotaped it, so I mean. Okay, he ain't. He that's ain't, look too late. He ain't gonna get. He ain't gonna go to court and testify. That's, that's being a snitch. I don't know if I agree with that. I think, I do not think that Amy Cooper would do the same in return, and I think that that was shown by the no, fact that she, she even called the police on him. She would not. And one of the she things she knew what would happen. She absolutely. Was for something to happen, crazy. To absolutely. Him. So, for me and my house. I would testify. I, you know what? Yeah. When, when you when you do clownery, the clown comes back to bite. Certainly. And I, one of the things that has always aggravated me, I will never like, you know, uh, get behind like full on violence. But all of these videos that I see of like Karens and Darrens, mm-hmm. you know, doing all of this irrational stuff and putting their hands on black people and black people just recording them. I'm just going to tell you for me in my house, I'm not even going to let you get that close. Yeah. So I'm not even going to let you get that close to, to put a hand on me in that sense. Like for me, there's no more discussion of, Oh, show me your ID. Show me that you live here. Yeah. Girl, I don't have to show you a damn thing. Exactly. And I won't, you know, I'm just, I'm no nonsense like that. If I live here, I'm going to politely move you out of my way and I'm going to go on about my day. Do whatever works best for you. I don't think I necessarily agree with this. I would 
if it was me in this position, I'd probably testify because again, I mean, she put on. my yeah, life in like, danger. Of course, right? So, but for some reason, he is just. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna rag on him for choosing to do that, right? Because again, each choice is his he said, own. I ain't no damn snitch, right? I can only speak for myself. He said, "Fuck the pigs." So I'm gonna give this a flat. I mean, it's. Listen, it's his choice. Correct. Correct. It is. It is. It's his choice. So I'm going to give it a fizz. Whatever he feels comfortable with. Let's let's go with that. Okay. Yeah. By all means. Uh, what do you got? Okay. So the next thing that I have, I want to talk about this movie that is coming out. So. Earlier this week, Zendaya posted a photo on Instagram. Who? Zendaya. Oh, my girl. Come yes. on. Um, and it was basically kind of like a, just a snapshot of her time on set. And everyone's like, wait, what? Because no one's on set right now because of COVID. That's what you and thought. And so, right. Um, so, apparently, Zendaya. Zendaya. I was say who? <laughs> Zendaya. <laughs> Um, Somebody but, calls her Zendaya. Right. So, uh, Zendaya, John David Washington, and the creator of the hit Euphoria. show Euphoria, Sam Levinson, um, had been filming a secret movie all during the pandemic. Uh, it's really interesting because we're all kind of thinking about, like, wait, what? Hold on. How is this allowed? How is this possible? Mm-hmm. And what they showcased in this episode and this article on Deadline was basically these guidelines that had to kind of be there for TV productions. So I just want to run through these yeah, really quickly. Yeah, I'm going to say please. I'm interested so, I didn't it, get that yeah, far. Yeah, it's so weird. So, okay, look. So during quarantine, no more than one person in a room at any given time unless the additional person has previously been quarantined with the cast or crew member. There will be food prepared in quarantine housing Food will be delivered to your rooms. No outside food delivery will be permitted in housing. There will be schedules given to all cast and crew as to when common areas can be utilized. No physical contact at any time. That's legit. This is fucking crazy. That's legit. That's how you do it. I mean, uh, come on. All of this... Yes, I'm, so, I mean, so you got to think about it like this because they're they're doing the same thing with the NBA and MLB now. Um, Disposable plastic cups and utensils only. Yeah. So here's my thinking: if you try to create a bubble, it's damn near impossible to keep that bubble because you have to think about number one: if you want to you. It, Starting the bubble. Everyone who's going to enter the bubble bubble first has to quarantine for 14 days to and test. So you have to test before you go into quarantine, and then you test again after you leave quarantine. Temperature checks take place at beginning and end yes. of every day. Boom. So then you enter. Oh my gosh. So gosh. then you enter the bubble. I'm like, fuck this. Hold on, hold on. So you enter the bubble, and that's just the people who are necessary to be there. Then you have to think about. Cast crew, all anybody crew related, they also have to quarantine beforehand, test, and then test before they go into quarantine after the fourteen day quarantine into the bubble. But then on top of that, you still have to think about food delivery, maid service, 
um, drivers, okay, anybody else on the outside, if they're going to be involved in this project, they either have to do it from a virtual standpoint or they have to do the same. But then you still, on top of that, have to think about food delivery, changing sheets, all of that stuff, you know? So, I mean, it's yeah. damn near impossible to do effectively without basically employing a small town. I mean, it is crazy. So kudos to them for doing it. Some of the things that they have, I'm just like, whoa, wait. I'm excited to see the movie because I'm a fan of Zendaya and John David Washington. So I mean, but at this point, shit. I mean, for all that they don't went through, I need my I need my salary to be like all the way together. Well, so the other thing I read, I don't think they're making a salary because both John David and Zendaya helped fund the movie along with the creator and then along with some other people. So yeah, so I think already, this is just a passion project. That's already off. That's already number one. We're not making any money. I want to know what it's about. Like we don't know anything about what the movie's about. So, okay, so the movie is um, it is called uh, Malcolm and Marie. Mm-hmm. And okay. so it's sort of a marriage story esque film, yeah. like uh, Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver did. Right. Um, so Hopefully the movie better. has some echoes of that. Now, what they're saying is, is that filming only took place between June seventeenth and July second. Yeah. So that was a very, very quick, quick in and out. That like a, um, and that after that, there was this. Um, well, no, let me say that. Excuse me. Before that, the reason why this all came about was because Euphoria production had, had shut stop. down. Mm-hmm. That's what was so cool. Mm-hmm. And he was like, hey, well, let's do this project in the interim. I think it was Zendaya called him up and it's was like, like, hey, crazy. could you think you could write a... Excuse the sirens in the background. Excuse, this? Excuse the sirens, hello. <laughs> but Zendaya called him up and was like, hey, do you think you could write a film in like two weeks? But then all of... I'm telling you, all of these got Marcus. If you see this list of guidelines, I'm just reading. Uh, I'm not even a quarter of them. Just the fact that they have a list lets me know that they took it seriously, and it wasn't like lackadaisical or just disregarding the health crisis. Like that we're all there in. are re- there are restrictions on the cameras. Yes, you can use only remote focus, so that you didn't have to actually like, be in the room. Come on, like. Yeah. Grip, grip, and electric. <laughs> they, I mean, they go down every department. Sound. I'm sure with grip and electric, camera, they had to do it before the actors dressing, went in. Costumes. And if they had to adjust like, anything, they had I'm to have the like, actors okay. leave. I'm and like, then, yeah. At this point, no. Like, we're not doing shit. I'm gonna I'm film this on my iPhone. <laughs> See, you're not a real actor, so you wouldn't well, understand. Okay. Well, maybe. You attempt to after all of that. That was that was a mess. Okay. Anyway, I give it a fizz. I definitely give it a, a fizz for dedication, but a flat for all them damn restrictions. No, I mean you need all of those restrictions, especially in today's day and time. I think, but it was a very stripped down cast and crew. Right. I mean, I, I think John David a, and Zendaya are the only cast members. Yeah, and then the crew was like stripped down to like I don't even think almost maybe twenty people. It reminds me of that um, that gay movie I forget that had um, Russell Tovey in it, where it took there's only three scenes, 
and it took place in like one, three ho- different hotel rooms. Oh yeah, I and they were the only two Ooh, cast child, members. That was scandalous. It was very. I liked that movie. Ooh, child, <laughs> very that was scandalous. scandalous it's scandalo. Yeah. Ooh. But it reminds me of that because it's very simplistic. Because him and still, the black guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, and they, was and they were playing soccer. Room. They played soccer. It was in a hotel room. Yeah. And that boy's legs went up. Okay, anyways, I give this a fizz. <laughs> Do you give this a fizz? What, that movie? You said no. Uh, the uh, This is in there. You said a fizz and a flat for the detail. Oh, yeah. No, a fizz for the dedication of flat for all of these guidelines. Because I just, y'all doing too much now. Anyways, okay, the last thing I have, before then we can get out of here, I just wanted to give a huge shout out to Legendary. They uh, oh, yeah. just got renewed for a season two. And about two episodes ago, because what this is on, this is Monday, so another two episodes ago, one of the gaggiest moments happened yeah. at the end battle. Um, oh, that's the thing that you showed me? Yes, yes. Ooh, child. Like, I my I about fell off my couch. Legendary is such a good show. I still have some, some critiques of um, who should be on next season, judging wise, and how they could maybe consolidate a little bit more. Um, I don't think Jamila Jamil needs to be there, and I love her to death, but I don't think Megan The Stallion needs to be there either. Ooh. I think they should definitely make Deshaun a judge. Have you seen when and also um, have him be the what's MC. her name? Uh, Tamar doesn't Tamar do that? Do what? Didn't she do it? <laughs> She hasn't been on an episode yet. I so think she did. I think unless she's she on this week's episode or I, last I, week. I think she was. So we'll see. Yeah. But I give that a fizz. Great for them because any type of black LGBTQ content that continues to get um, highlighted and a spotlight on, I am yeah. always here for. Same, same for me. So, all right. That's all I have. So, um, okay. So what are your final thoughts? I think we all know what my final thoughts Ooh, child, are. Yes. Oh, wait. Before you do that, oh. while you give a shout-out to Legendary, I want to give a shout-out to Rami. Oh, girl. Se- okay. Renewed for season three. Yeah, I know you love that show. So I'm really excited. Congratulations to the cast and crew at Rami. I'm very excited. I will see you guys at the Emmys. <laughs> oh, Emmy nominations have um yes. happened for your considerations. Yeah, I'm seeing them. About. Rami's out there. Hello. Okay. Um, okay, so final thoughts. Black people in decision-making positions are needed. Um, I'll stand by that. I think we have such an uphill battle that mm-hmm. has affected so many, including myself. You know, I have my own skin in the game, my own... Person and, and you know the story that I told today is not even the only story that I have. I have yeah. so many more just like this. Like I said, I have a whole folder full of rejections, and then you turn around and you see someone who got the job who you could probably run circles around. Yeah, I've seen that hap- That's happened to me several times, and it's like, really? How? What? And so it's needed. You know, it's one thing to notice that someone has potential but it's another thing to be able to relate to someone and understand their struggle and understand what they're going to and give them that opportunity to you know really really showcase their talent and so black people decision making positions are more than needed and so that's all i'll say yeah i think for me the i guess the way that i'm thinking about this is the need to protect. That's kind of like what I'm thinking about within this episode. 
the need to protect and like how important that is and how that is such a human that is it's it's kind of like an unconscious thing that we do that's an unconscious need that we have as humans to protect whatever it's so weird What's that got to do with the episode? Well, what I'm t- okay, so let me break it <laughs> down, sis, Please. for you. Um, when I think about, you know, what we're talking about with what we were talking about with Amy and Chris Cooper, right? About how he kind of like had these like mm-hmm. thoughts of like basically. So you're talking about black protect. people always taking the high road. I'm not always... saying about that. I'm just saying about in so many different areas, like that need to protect. And so when it comes to um, basically Lady A and Antebellum, Lady Antebellum trying to sue them, like that need to want to protect Lady A in her right with the ownership of, you know, the name and the moniker. Um, it's just, it, it helps me not give up complete faith in the human race. I think that that's what, I'm getting around is that there is that need to protect inside of everyone and that like hopefully we can kind of let that resurface amongst all the hate bigotry racism sexism ageism so let me ask you this then when you say the need to protect is it like an endless circle then because when you say the need to protect black people, but then who's protecting us? True. And so is it like an endless circle of... I feel or is the need it our to, need to protect white fragility? Which we shouldn't. Which we, which we shouldn't, but we have. I think that's there's an end to coming to that. I'm, well, yeah, clearly. But I, I, this is a very good question. Is it an endless circle of if we feel the need to protect other black people... Who feels the need to protect Protect us? us. Is it other black people or is it no one? Mm -hmm. Hashtag justice for Breonna Taylor. Her her murderers have still not been arrested. We still need to keep that going. Absolutely. We need that to trend. And Elijah McClain. Yes. Okay. So. All right. With that. Um. Follow us on the social medias. Yeah. At Cold Pop Show on After this heavy ass episode. Yeah. Yeah. Marks is like, follow me on Instagram. <laughs> you can follow the podcast on Instagram at Cold Pop Show. We're supposed to have a Twitter at Cold we Pop have a Show. Twitter. But I, I ain't seen no tweets, no yes, content. Let me tell you something. You, are you nothing. Following them? Um follow us on YouTube as well at Cold Pop Show. So my Instagram is Trenton Rashad and the Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter are all at Cold Pop Show. So okay, and don't forget to listen to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, and YouTube. Hello, like I say, that's some of my funniest shit. And we're si- <laughs> never mind. I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> yeah, don't. Some of my funniest shit. Um, and you can follow me on all the socials at Marcus Drew Steele with an E on the end. Listen, y'all. Until next week, I'll be on TikTok. And I'll be trying to fight the good fight. I don't know. <laughs> we'll <laughs> see. We'll see you guys next week. Enjoy. Bye.